Wildfire Concepts presents Seven Figure Furnace Digital Marketing Discussions with Internet Made Millionaires with your host, Cindy Donovan. Episode number 16, I interviewed Tuan V, whose multi-million dollar super affiliate methods have gained him respect in media buying and cost per acquisition or CPA marketing. He has extensive knowledge in multiple niches and is experienced at finding targeted cheap traffic for high paying offers, most recently in the adult dating niche. During this episode, Tuan shares his actionable plan for media by beginners and the secrets to finding good affiliate offers, setting up profitable campaigns and scaling your media buyer's income while minimizing risk and streamlining the process. So Tuan, it is fantastic to have you right here on Seven Figure Furnace. For the people who aren't listening in today, you haven't heard about you. Why don't you tell us who is Twan V and how did you get, what is your thing? Hey Cindy, thanks for having me. Well, first off, um, hello to your audience. Um, my name is Twan V. Uh, there's so much to my story, um, so it's kind of hard to just kind of think of a particular spot to kind of start off, but I guess I'll kind of start off where um, I kind of, how I got into the industry. So sure. I started off as an affiliate marketer. Well, I wouldn't say I started off as an affiliate marketer. I kind of just started off as a regular person trying to make money online, uh, trying to you know buy different courses, different products, and, and test different things, and just basically try to make money online. I didn't really know where I was going. Uh, one thing led to the next, and I got myself into something called CPA marketing, which is basically a another form of affiliate marketing. Um, but you know, people like to call it its own thing. It's its own industry. So I got into CPA marketing. And I started, you know, promoting different offers. And for those of you who don't know, it's basically um, finding an offer that someone owns and driving traffic towards it and creating a sale or creating a lead. And that person who owns that offer will give you a commission based on the action that occurred. Now, it doesn't necessarily have to be a sale. It could be um, someone entering their email, someone entering in their zip code, someone signing up, uh, just entering a short form. So it doesn't necessarily have to be a credit card transaction for you to earn a commission like traditional affiliate marketing. Um, so I got into something and I started promoting lead gen offers, um, something in the adult space, which is kind of funny because um, I never really wanted to get into that space. I just started testing different offers and I found that um, I got kind of lucky promoting some of these dating offers and these dating offers were really simple. All it required were people to enter in their, um, you know, a username, their email and a password, pretty much create a, a free profile, similar to like creating something on Facebook. And every time someone did that, I would earn a commission. Now it was a small commission. It was like three to $5 every time someone entered this in, but they didn't have to purchase anything. They didn't have to use, swipe, pull out their credit card. So it was really easy for me to get these conversions. And you know, one thing led to the next, I started buying paid advertising um, and started driving the traffic towards these offers. And I ended up making more in commissions with these offers than I was spending in uh, my advertising cost. So that's where I made my money. It was just a simple game of arbitrage um, and then pretty much ramping it up, seeing how much I could spend versus how much I could generate every day. Um, so that's kind of how I got started and oh, actually gained my success or like gained traction in the space to actually believe that it worked. Um, before I did the adult stuff, I was promoting some gaming offers where, you know, people, 
click on this little game and they download it to their computer or they download it to their mobile phone and I, I get paid every time it's installed. Um, that worked out really good at first, um, but something happened uh, with a company called Google. At the time, I was this was back in 2007. Um, there was this company, oh, everybody kind of knows it. There's a company called Google. They have this platform called Google AdWords. Um, a lot of people were doing this pay-per-search or pay-per-click uh, advertising. And, and that's what I was doing at that time. I was um, using pay-per-click advertising and driving traffic towards these gaming offers. And, you know, people would type in a video game in a search. My ads would come up. They would click on it. They would read a little, read a little bit about the game. And then they would download it. And then I would earn a commission. Well, what happened was, I don't know, Google didn't like what I was doing. Um, and just banned my account. So pretty much overnight, um, that went my entire, uh, affiliate marketing business. I mean, and at that time I was spending, uh, about a thousand dollars a day on Google AdWords for these gaming offers. And I was making about 1500 to $2,000 profit a day promoting these gaming offers. Okay. So it was really good. And it was going well for a few months until that ban hammer came down and I like completely wiped out my business because, I didn't have anywhere else to promote it. I didn't know how to promote it um, anywhere else. And uh, that, was, that was really tough for me to make that kind of money and feel like, yes, I made it. I finally, you know, I finally arrived. I made it here. I did what, you know, what everyone talks about making money online. I'm, I'm living that life. And then for that to come down and happen to me, um, it was horrible. Uh, it took a long time for me to kind of bounce back from that. I kind of jumped around and, and tested different things. And that's how I kind of ended up testing these, uh, these adult dating offers. It was because I was just scrambling around trying to find something that worked. Mm. You know, I tried skincare offers, diet offers. I tried ClickBank stuff, promoting other people's information products. And I just couldn't get anything to work. And then luck luckily, I stumbled across um, promoting these dating offers, uh, these lead gen offers. And okay. um, that's, that's kind of how it worked out. Oh, that's fantastic. And you're doing quite a lot um, with these lead gen offers now, aren't you? Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty crazy to think about it now um, because really the, it's it's really simple. I mean, I think I think when it comes down to it, the name of the game is arbitrage. It's how much can you spend and how much can you make. If you're making a low margin, um, you know, if you're spending a hundred dollars a day and you're making back a hundred twenty dollars, which means you spend a hundred on advertising, you make twenty dollars profit. You're making a twenty percent return. Now, for some people that's too low. That's not worth their time. People are looking for a hundred, 200% ROIs and, and et cetera, et cetera. But mm. if you take that hundred dollars spend and you turn it into a thousand dollars spend, now you're making $200 a day. You spend $10,000 a day. You're making two grand a day. Mm. So at the end of the day, for me, it wasn't really, um, you know, how much margin of profit can I make? It was basically how high can I scale this and how much can I net per day? So if my goal was to make 10 or 20 grand a day, it wouldn't really matter to me how much I had to spend to get there. Um, as long as I just hit that mark. So that whole ROI or, or how much return you should make off your, your paid advertising is kind of a myth to me. If you have the funds, if you have the cash flow, um, you just got to do whatever you can to hit the net profit. Right. I mean, it's a little bit risky though, if you don't have, That's right. <laughs> uh, you know, if you don't have a huge buffer, if you can't get like two, 300% ROI and then you throw a thousand dollars on a thing and it comes to nothing or, you know, and that's really true. So that's why I try to tell people to test very small. And at the same time, it's, mm -hmm. you kind of have to build your tolerance to paid advertising. I mean, the very first time that you, you know, you sign up to a, a, a traffic network and you pull out your credit card and you deposit a hundred dollars to fund your advertising, it's really hard to hit that submit button because you're like, Oh my God, it's a hundred dollars and it's going to, you know, it's so much money. 
But the funny thing is, after you do it so many times, next thing you know, you're just swiping your card for like $1,000, $5,000, and it's nothing. I mean, there's a lot of people that do Facebook advertising, and you know, they fund their accounts religiously mm. every single day, and is, they don't even bat an eye to it. Um, so it's something where, you, you know, when it comes to paid advertising, and that's pretty much what I suggest people do, is, is to focus on paid advertisement because there's so much control. You can scale your business. Um, you, you know, there's just so many benefits to paid advertising, but you're going to have to just do it and build your tolerance and slowly get used to spending more money and more money. And the next thing you know, it's, it's, it's not a big deal. Right. But so you're how, right. how do people thing avoid, is uh, this might be a really newbie question, but how do people avoid, no, that's good. like, you know, if you're going and you are investing that hundred dollars, how do you make sure that that's going to bring you more than what you're spending? Cause that's the whole goal of it, isn't it? I mean, we want to, we want to actually earn income and not just, pay them $5,000. We want to be able to give them a hundred bucks and make some Absolutely. money. Absolutely. So here's the thing. I, I've noticed that people think that the more they spend, that the more guaranteed they are to make profit. It's, it's really not like that. I tell people to test in small amounts, you know, test a hundred dollars, 9% or pretty much a hundred percent of the time. The first time that you go about something, purchasing paid advertising, you're going to lose money you're going to not get a profitable campaign. You might, spend, you might deposit $100, spend that $100 on traffic, and you make that first buy. Or, well, not a ton of money, but you're going to more than likely lose money. But here's the thing. You're not actually losing money. You're actually buying data. And that's really the secret to any media buyer. It's, it's the money that's spent is to acquire data, which is how many clicks, how many conversions, what's your click-through rates, how much, you know, you know, how much money did you make, how much money did you lose, what ad worked, what didn't. You have to spend that money, except that you're gonna probably take a loss on that data, and then kind of pause everything, go back, take a look at the data, and find out some of the things that did work. And then you find the things that did work, and then you do another buy, invest money, and then you just focus strictly on the stuff that actually appeared to work. And when I, when I say appear to work, it's kind of like, you know, if you spend $10 and you get a conversion, you can't really base your judgments just off that $10 spend. It's not enough money, enough ad budget. It's not spread across enough time of day, days of the week, et cetera, et cetera. So it's kind of a fluke. If you were to just spend a little bit of money and say, oh, wow, this ad gave me, you know, one conversion. Let's spend all our money on this ad. What you're going to find out later is when you ramp up the ad spend on that ad, it's probably going to fail because it was insignificant data. So you want to, the way I look at it is you want to do a large enough data sample. You want to spend not too little, but not too much, but just enough to get enough clicks, enough leads, conversions to say, Hey, now I can make a qualified judgment looking at this data to say, you know what? We had, you know, hundreds of conversions, hundreds of clicks, et cetera, et cetera. And we know that we narrow it down on these things. The averages and chances of this stuff working uh, should sustain and hold itself. And that's, you know, so the theory is test small, but test enough, test thoroughly. Um, for me personally, I'd rather lose money knowing that something doesn't work for sure than spend money and then pause something and say, oh, maybe that does work, maybe it doesn't, maybe let me test this, or maybe let me go back to that a week later and see if that worked. And that's what usually happens with a lot of newbies. They, they kind of bounce around, they, they pause stuff, they, they, they try something new without thoroughly giving it significant data, a significant test. So test small. In small batches, look at your data, come back, analyze it, and then once you see something that works that shows promise, slowly ramp it up. 
there's no point in throwing more money at something that doesn't work. It's not a, a recipe to, you know, improve your success rate. It's just, it just doesn't. A lot of people think, Hey, I have X amount of money, so much money to blow. I'm guaranteed to make money. It's a benefit to have money to spend, but you know, you got to test small and everything you do test small and then scale. Um, okay. So, um, some people will say, you know, you should be um, sending it through a funnel so you can capture a lead and then, you That's know, right. do it. so do you, how do you structure your promotions? If you're sending stuff to, uh, do you send it directly to the affiliate offer or do you, what do you do? Good question, Cindy. So here's the thing. A funnel is very important. So typically in, in a dating or I'll just say the dating vertical, the dating niche, dating niche or just even the adult dating slash casual dating niche. Mm -hmm. um, the funnel is typically a, a banner creative. So it, it starts with a banner creative, you know, and, and on that banner creative, it's a simple image with a headline, a short call to action, you know, some type of button allows, it just makes people click on that banner. Mm -hmm. They go from that and they go to a pre-sale landing page. It's basically a page that you create and you craft, which kind of improves your chances of that visitor converting. It's just, it's not direct linking from the banner to the offer. It's that landing page in the center, that pre-sale page. That's where the magic happens because think about it. If I was to promote an offer and all I did was promote a banner, like promote a banner and promote it to an offer and you're another affiliate and you do the exact same thing, where's my competitive advantage? If you use the same banner as me, if you're promoting the same offer as me, where's the competitive advantage? There is no competitive advantage for either you or me. We're just basically fighting each other for, you know, conversions. Yeah. But when you add that element of having a pre-sale page in between the banner and the, and the offer, um, it allows you to increase your conversions because now you can persuade people more cleverly with better copywriting. Um, you can do other things like capture uh, people's information before they get to the offer, like maybe have them submit their email before they get to the offer page. That way, if they don't complete the offer, you can follow up via email sequence and retain that lead and maybe get a longer lifetime value out of that customer. So there's different methods, but for me personally, um, I found that just going from banner to a landing page to the offer, those three elements are the main things. Um, when you get into the uh, you know, when you get when you get a little bit more advanced, you can set up opt-in pages on your landing pages and capture emails and stuff like that. But what I found is most people um, like that idea of capturing emails, but they don't ever put in the effort of creating a powerful autoresponder sequence to actually monetize it. So they do all these steps to to get the email, but they don't even send any email, right? Right. Yeah. So and you know, so we all know the more steps that someone has to do on the landing page the less people are going to fill it out. Sure. You know, if it's just a single landing page where it says, Hey, here's some more information about the offer. Click here to get the offer. You're going to get a higher click through rate. But if you have stuff where it's like, please enter your first name, your cell phone number, your email before you get here, it's like your, your, your conversion rate or your landing page CTR rate is going to drop drastically hmm. because people aren't going to want to go through the loops and hoops to, to finish your landing page. So you're going to, acquire less leads and the less people are going to see the offer, which means you're going to get less conversions and generate less revenue. So I find that just doing the simple banner, simple landing page, pre-sell them and then straight to the offer. Um, that is the, that is the best, best funnel. Um, okay. you can direct, you can direct link, but like I said, there's, there's no advantage there. No, you, I mean, there's, there's not at all. Yeah. So you're mostly just pre-selling them and then pushing them through. Um, how do you find good affiliate offers? 
So here's the thing. So luckily I've, I've been in this space for a long time. So I have a real good post on, on that particular vertical because, you know, you kind of know all the advertisers, you know, what new offers are coming out. I've been doing it for years. So I kind of could see the whole marketplace. Um, but for people who are just starting out, the very best way to find what offers are performing, um, whether it's in, uh, you know, dating or, you know, adult dating or casual dating or any vertical that you're in, skin gaming, uh, mobile apps or whatever you're promoting, the very best way is to contact your account rep. Whatever, you know, affiliate network or CPA network that you're working with, um, those people are like the gatekeeper. They manage hundreds or thousands or several hundred affiliates every single day. They see the numbers. They see the offers that are converting. They see, you know, what EPCs and, you know, how much, uh, how much volume these offers are doing. So they know from a bird's eye view what's working on the network. Mm -hmm. you, you have no idea. You're just kind of like a, a lone ranger. You're by yourself wondering what's going on. You're testing different things. And, and I found that the huge differ, differentiating factor between someone who uh, is successful and someone who is not successful, it, it really boils down to are you promoting an offer that is converting? Are you promoting a hot offer? Um, you can have the best banners, the best traffic source. You can have the best pre-sale pages. But if you're pushing it all towards an offer that just doesn't convert, mm. you know, all your efforts are just going to waste. On the, on, the, on the other side of it, you can have a poor banner, a poor pre-sale page. Uh, but if you have an incredible offer that just converts like fire, you're going to make sales. You're going to make leads. So you got to find the hot offers. So the first step is to talk to your account rep. Say, hey, you know what, what's, what's doing the most volume on your network? What's doing the, has the most EPC? What has the most lead per day? Can you give me advice? And a lot of these, a lot of these companies are these, these networks, they're in the business of generating leads and sales. That's how they make money as the network. Mm -hmm. The more leads and sales you make, the more margin they make, uh, regardless if you are profitable or not. As long as you created the sale, they, they take their share, right? So they're in the business of helping you promote the best offers. Um, so they're going to give you that information. They're going to tell you, hey, this, this diet offer works or this dating offer does really well. And then take that information and kind of run with it. Uh, another thing you can do is do some manual spying. Log into your, your browser. Start clicking around. Look at ads. If you start seeing the same ads or the same type of uh, offer being promoted, it's more than likely that someone's profitable with it or it's, it's popular. So you can do some manual spying and just go around and just kind of see for yourself, take note of, of what offer that is or what network that offer may be on and kind of do your research and then kind of follow up and then get in touch with that, that offer and, and, and test promoting it yourself. Yeah. Do well, that's you, how um, I do it. Yeah. So, I mean, you do it, but you've, you spend a lot on media buyers. Do if like just someone was to sign up, um, do you instantly get a rep? Does everyone get a rep? How do you get in contact with a rep if you haven't put a lot of money into a network? Well, typically when, when you, if, if you're to sign up to a network, um, there's usually an application process. You know, they, they mm -hmm. want to ask you a few questions like, what's your background? Are you new? How many years have you been doing this? How much are you spending per month, et cetera, et cetera. They usually get your Skype details or some instant messaging details, or they might even give you a phone call and do a brief interview before they accept you onto the network. Okay. Um, once you go through that process and you do get accepted, there's usually an account manager that's assigned to you. There's mm -hmm. an email contact, there's a Skype contact. So you, you have to kind of, so you, you know. you shouldn't be shy. You can just go you, in and you, talk you, to them. You definitely have to be proactive. Mm -hmm. um, like I said, they're, they're dealing with dozens of people a day, or if not, hundreds of people a day, uh, they might overlook you. They might forget about you. Um, one thing is for sure, if you haven't reached out or spoke to anybody 
at the particular network that you're advertising or you're working with, um, there's dozens of different networks out there. Yeah. Um, so find somebody that's willing to work with you, willing to help you grow your business. Um, one surefire way to get noticed is to generate a ton of sales and leads. They're, they're, they're forced to reach out to you because at that point they're like, who is this guy? Like, who is yeah. this person generating these sales? So, so you make them come to you in a sense if you want to go that route. Yeah. But more than likely if you're new, you're going to have questions. You're going to wonder what offers to promote, how to promote it, and, and so on and so forth. So what you got to do is really just reach out. Reach out. Um, Facebook is really powerful nowadays. A lot of these um, account or affiliate managers or AMs or whatever you want to call them, account managers, mm -hmm. um, they're on Facebook. They're promoting their their company, their offers, their business within Facebook groups and marketing groups and, and you know, different groups on Facebook, they're on Facebook. All it takes is just, you know, reaching out to them, sending them a message and saying, Hey, um, I noticed you work for this company. I'm looking for these type of offers to promote. And that kind of gets the ball rolling and that's how you get in contact with someone. But you, you definitely need to, um, work well with this person and build relationships with your account manager. There's just no way around it. Right. I mean, if you want to know what's actually going to be selling and what's going to make you money, which is, which is what we want, right? <laughs> Yeah, that's right. And, yeah. and, and the, here's, and here's the thing. It's like, um, the manual spying thing, that's probably a really effective way to just kind of, uh, go about it too. You go in there and just kind of manually spy, you just click around and you act like you're a regular customer visitor seeing ads on the internet. And, and that's a quick way to find out what's working. It, it how also, do you know, lets you um, how do you track it back? So if you see an ad over and over, how do you know which network is selling? How do you find out how to promote that product. Oh, it's really simple. Yeah. I mean, there, there's, there's simple ways. Like let's say you see a banner, you click on it and you click through the pre-sale pages and you finally get to the offer page. You just take note of the offer name of whatever product that is. That could be, you know, whatever dating site or whatever, whatever you end up, mm. end up at. You can go to places like offervault.com and it's just a directory where they show what offers are on what networks and what payouts they offer for that particular um, product or service. Mm -hmm. So that's a quick way. You find the name, you go there, offervault.com, and you type it in search, and it'll show you what networks they're at or it, they, they hold them on. And then you just go in there, contact that network, sign up, and boom, there it is. And there's that offer. Yeah. And that's yeah, how you that sounds it. good. Um, do you have any other advice for people that are just going to get started on media buyers? Here, here's the thing. A lot of people, when they first get started, they're really intimidated. They want to they want to start advertising on the, the smallest traffic source. They want to spend the least money. They want to do the littlest thing that they possibly can. They'll go to a second tier uh, traffic network because they feel there's less competition. The truth of the matter is the media buying space is a doggy dog world. Like everything you do, the more ads you promote, the more eyeballs on your ads. That means there's more competition. There's more people seeing your stuff. So all of your advertisements will get copied. It will get ripped at some point, one or uh, at some point in time. Uh, the more volume you do, the faster it's going to be copied by someone else because they, these people see these ads. So they, they want to mimic your ads. My suggestion is this: the same amount of effort it takes to make a hundred dollars a day profit in media buying is relatively the same amount of effort it takes to make a thousand dollars a day profit or five thousand dollars a day profit there really is no difference if you were to you know like for me personally these dating offers that i promote i promote in big um big countries like the united states uk canada i focus on heavy traffic volumes um a lot of people that I talk to who are newbies, they, you know, they say something like, you know, I, I just want to um, promote 
this offer in this little itty bitty country somewhere. And I'm like, don't waste your time because um, if you were to get your campaign perfected and actually get it working, that, that little country only has the potential to, to, to make you a hundred dollars a day profit at its, at its maximum because there's just oh so much traffic there. But if you go to the United States, you might not be able to, you know, take the whole pie, but you get a small slice of the, of the United States, but that small slice is bigger than that entire pie of that, that other little small country. You know what I mean? And just getting, like I said, just getting things dialed in and working. You can get more data to too, right? Yeah. And, and more data just, faster. Yeah. Yeah. And then you just ramp it up. So uh, my suggestion is um, don't be afraid of competition. That's just a sign um, that's proving that there's money being made in that particular country or that particular traffic source. And when it comes to traffic sources, focus on big traffic sources, you know, the Googles, the Facebooks. Um, what I focus on a lot is the adult traffic networks because there's a ton of adult traffic. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not necessarily caring about what type of traffic it is as long as it's quality traffic. As long as the people there, the eyeballs that see my ads there, are actually people that click and convert and purchase and, and, and generate leads. That's all that matters to me. I wouldn't care if it's Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Google. It doesn't really matter where as long as it's a huge source of traffic. That's the main thing because look, at the end of the day, when it comes to media buying, it's kind of like everybody wants to do the big buys. Everybody wants to make 10, 20 grand a day. The only way you can make 10, 20 grand a day profit off any traffic source is if you have the ability to spend that much a day there. Right. So if you're working with, if you're working with a traffic source that only allows you to spend two, $300 a day, yeah. the chances of you actually turning that into a five-figure profit per day camp monster is, is relatively small. You know what I mean? So I focus on yeah. huge traffic sources. Uh, when it comes to adult stuff, I focus on tube sites. Uh, these are basically galleries, you know, sites where people are watching these videos and I, and I, and I go ahead and I place ads and display ads on the side. Um, and, and that's how I, what I do. So the advice for newbies is focus. Okay. Let's just narrow it down. Focus yep. on large traffic sources. Don't be scared of competitive areas. It's just, a, it's just showing you that it works there, that people are making money there. Um, and test early, test small and scale it up uh, from there. Um, when it comes to me, like, like right now, a lot of people don't know it, but I spend, I have spent over a million dollars a month on paid advertising just with adult alone um, consistently. So I, I, I know what I'm talking about when it comes to media buying on a large level. Um, but I've also started off the guy spending $50 a day, $100 a day. So I understand what that's like too. And when I test new traffic sources, I'm the same guy. I'm testing 100 bucks here, 50 bucks here. Mm-hmm. Um, so to get to that level, like I said, it's going to take time. Um, you just got to be devoted and, and build your tolerance and, and, and not worry about the next man's success or the next man's uh, how much money they're spending on ads. Just focus on yourself. Someone else's success doesn't mean it's your failure. You know what I mean? It's like you got to work. You got to work and stay dedicated. The first ten campaigns you run are probably going to fail, mm. but you know, the next one after that might be the winning campaign that turns everything around and you recoup all your losses. And that's just how it is. It's it's almost like a little gamble in a sense. <laughs> but paid traffic is the most predictable, the most sustainable, um, scalable uh, type of business model I think um, compared to like SEO. And I'm not talking bad about SEO. It has a great place, um, but. Anybody that does SEO knows that it can be very unpredictable and it yeah. can be slow. You yeah. know, it can be slow to get results. You spend weeks oh, yeah. trying to like media buys. You can just and media buys. You just hammer right and you can scale. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, before we head out, I was just thinking: um, Do you have any advice to share about tracking? How do you track your ads? Um, do you 
um, you know, obviously you need to know where um, the sales are coming from, where the, where the traffic is actually coming from. How do you, how do you manage that? Any advice that you can That's give? A re I'm really glad you brought that up because I almost forgot to mention that. It's, <laughs> it's very important. If you're doing media buying and you're doing it blindly, just kind of like running ads and just kind of guessing to see what works, don't do that. Don't ever do that. Um, you need to be tracking every single thing you do. You need to be you need, you need to be tracking every single variable, every single metric that you, that you can possibly track, which is what banners are being clicked, which landing pages are are being clicked through, what offers are converting. And and here's another thing: when you promote an offer, that same offer might have ten different variations of the same offer. Uh, the product owner might create you know you know several variations of their land, uh, their offer page or their sales page just to kind of see which one works better so you need to test that as well so don't just test one single offer test multiple offers mm. and test multiple variations of that offer sale page because you know there might be a, a, a video sales page there might be a long copy page there might be whatever type of page that converts better than the next and you won't know unless you test but you won't know if you don't track what's what's working so there's different tools out there uh you know a lot of people know some of these tools their cpv lab um that's uh, a basically an affiliate tracking or a, a click tracking platform okay. there's volume um that's a huge one uh, there's just so many in the space coming out i think that um when it comes to which one i should use you should definitely pick one that works great for you as an uh, as user interface wise um, because, you know, something might work great for someone else, but the interface might be just clunky and not just mesh well with how you like to work versus something else that you use that you like and someone else says, you know, that's not the newest, coolest thing on the block. Why are you using that? Um, at the end of the day, as long as it tracks your clicks, which banners and, and tracks your conversions, um, you're good to go. Mm, you know I mean, so okay. uh, definitely definitely pick up a tracking platform and they're they're relatively cheap nowadays i mean you can there's stuff that's like month to month 99 dollars a month some of them are like one-time fees and and you you know you self-host it and it's you know you put on your you put on your servers and you and you manage it yourself so it's relatively not expensive and if you're doing any type of paid advertising um it, it's just part of the business it's a must to have if, if you're not using one uh you're really just shooting in the dark and there's just no way to know what's working mm. i mean so yeah, so that's CPU right. Labs, yeah. And I think most of those have um, like free trials and stuff. So you can give yourself a 30-day you know, right. challenge. Get yourself, you know, get mm -hmm. started. Actually really dive into it and, and, and try it out. But yeah, tracking is really important, which I think a lot of people... It's are. really important and, it, and it, it is complicated. Um, but like anything else, there's a small learning curve. But once you, you, know, you know how to set up your offers and tracking links and you know how to use this and that and you, and you know how to pull reports and look at your data... Um, it doesn't take long. Um, media buying can sound complicated, but in reality, it's not rocket science. You can learn this this particular skill relatively fast by just you know launching a few cam campaigns, uh, understanding your tracking, understanding how to look at reports, and understanding how to optimize. Um, and it's, it's it's one of those things where people are hesitant to do it because they feel that it's some rocket science-y type of thing where it's just too complicated, but it's not. Like I, I could tell you, like I'm not any smarter than anybody else, you know, on this call who, who's listening into this. Um, it's just, I spent the time to kind of learn that skill set. It's kind of like, you know, using Photoshop or using Dreamweaver. It's like, these are complicated things. These are so advanced. And, and uh, you spend about a week or two doing it. And it's like, it's simple after that. Um, so when it comes to media yeah. buying, definitely expect a learning curve, but kind of embrace it because it's, it's really powerful. There's a lot of things you can do with it.
Mm, fantastic. Well, thank you so much, Tuan, for being here on the show. I appreciate all the input that you've had, and I'm sure that a lot of people are probably ready to go out and jump into some media buyers, give it a try, um, and give it a good try, guys. Um, and if you've got any questions or comments, please come over and leave some comments. Um, if you've got any questions for either of us, post them on the blog over at Seven Figure Furnace. Um, and we would love to be in touch with you. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you, Cindy, for having me. All right. Take care, man. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Seven Figure Furnace with Cindy Donovan. If you like what you just heard, please share our web address, wildfireconcepts.com, with your friends and colleagues to catch our previous podcast.